to God tonight for the privilege to be here. And I want to appreciate our pastor, Pastor Jeffrey, praise God, uh, and your lovely wife. Thank you for bringing me to Swansea. This is my first time in Wales. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. I've been coming to the UK for quite some years, but my first time in Wales. Hallelujah. And this is very significant, very unique. The Lord will honor you in the name of Jesus. And I want to thank God for Dr. Samson and his wife. Where, where is he? Aha, God bless you. Amen. We, we met in Hong Kong when he was a student. I used to teach in a Bible school in Hong Kong, a Chinese Bible school. And then the pastor of the Redeemed Church, then he was just a brother, used to attend because his wife is Chinese. So from there we got to know each other. And then uh, later when he became the pastor of the Redeemed Church, he started bringing me to the Redeemed Church. And that was how I met him and his friends. And as God we have it, the three of them came to Europe. Hallelujah himself, the, uh, Dr. Gwenga in Wolverhampton and Dr. Murakio in uh, Ireland. Praise God. And we connected again. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for the great work you are doing. And I want to appreciate every one of you for the great work you are doing for the Lord. Hallelujah. God is a rewarder. And the only work you do, the only thing you do on earth that you are sure of a reward after this earth is what you do for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Every other thing you do and every other thing you achieve, don't leave this planet. You've got 10 degrees, you've built 10 houses, whatever you have, it doesn't leave this planet. You make those things there, you will drop them here. But only one thing goes beyond this planet and that is what you do for the kingdom of God. Because for that, there shall be a reward hallelujah glory be to god the lord will bless you for the great work you are doing for his kingdom in the name of jesus and let me welcome you specially to shift conference 2022 hallelujah <laughs> amen are you ready for the lord tonight hallelujah I want you to ask somebody beside you, are you ready for the Lord? And what is the person saying? Glory be to God. Open your Bibles with me tonight to 1 Samuel chapter 16. And let's start from there tonight. 1 Samuel chapter 16. And I will start reading from verse 13. 1 Samuel chapter 16 from verse 13. If you can project it, you can go ahead, but if not, no problem. First Samuel chapter 16 from verse 13, I read. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brethren. And the spirit of the Lord came upon David from that day forward. So Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold now, an evil spirit 
from God troubleth thee, let our Lord now command thy servants which are before thee to seek out a man who is a cunning player on and how and it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from god is upon thee that he shall play with his hand and thou shall be well and saul said unto his servants provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me then answered one of the servants and said behold I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in play, and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse, and said, Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep. Now, let me start tonight by clarifying uh, some things in this passage that we read. Especially when you look at verse 14, 15, and 16, where the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul and an evil spirit from God troubled him. And when you look at verses 15 and uh, in verse 14, uh, 15 and 16, you will see the servants of Saul repeating the same thing. Now, we need to make clarifications there because looking at it like this makes one to think that God sends an evil spirit to someone or it was God who sent an evil spirit to Saul. Now, but when you are reading the Bible, there is a way you interpret the Bible. There are established ways of interpreting the Bible. When you look at verses 15 and 16, you will notice that it was the servants of Saul who said that an evil spirit was troubling him from the Lord. Now, that was their belief, that was their view, which is not necessarily the view from scriptures. They were only reporting based on their understanding because in that time, they believed that anything that happens comes from God. So if someone is going through something that is not good, it must be God. If it is good, it must be God. So that was their belief. Glory be to God. So that was why they said that an evil spirit from God, God doesn't send evil spirits to people. But we know that because of the sin of Saul, the spirit of God departed from him. And there is no vacuum in the realm of the spirit. So when the space occupied by the spirit of God became vacant, automatically another spirit took over. Praise the name of the Lord. I'll be speaking tonight on the topic, break forth into destiny. Because at this shift conference, somebody is breaking forth into what heaven has ordained for him, for her, in the mighty name of Jesus. If you know you are that person, shout a believing amen. Hallelujah. 
Now, the story that we'll be talking about tonight is the story of David, who later became the king of Israel. Now, from verse 13, we saw how Samuel got to the house of Jesse and took the fire of oil and poured upon David. And the Bible says, the Spirit of God came upon David from that day forward. Now, let me quickly digress and say this, that when we carry the oil and anoint people in the name of the Lord, the anointing oil brings the presence of the Spirit of God upon that place or upon that person. Glory be to God. Now, the oil is not the Holy Spirit. But wherever you apply the oil, the Spirit comes. Are you getting me? So when the oil is poured on someone's life, the Spirit comes upon that person's life. So in the case of David, the moment Samuel poured the oil upon his life, the Spirit of God came upon him and the Bible says Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. Now, if you understand the background story here, you will realize that by the time that Samuel got to the house of Jesse to anoint David, David was not present. I'm sure you know the story. All his brothers were there. You know, Abinadab was there. Eliab was there. But David was not there. But when you look at it, God had a great plan and a great destiny for David. So he sent Samuel to go to his house, uh, the house of his father, to anoint him. But at the time of the anointing, when Samuel got to his house, the house of Jesse, David was not there. And Samuel said, we are not going to sit down until David comes. You know the story, so I'm not going into that. We are not going to sit down until David comes. So they had to go and call David. But where was David? Saul gave us an indication in 1 Samuel 16 verse 19. Let's read verse 19 together. Everybody, one to God. We are for Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep. Where was David at the time that they were looking for him to anoint him? He was where? With the sheep. It, it was with the sheep. So at the time of the anointing that he will become the king, what we saw was that he was with the sheep. He was not there. And somewhere, if you read from verse 11 to 13, had to organize that they should bring him. And when they brought him, he anointed him and left. Now, imagine as a parent, the national prophet of your nation comes with a word from the Lord. 
and tells you hear the word of the lord your son is going to be the next president of your nation and in your presence it takes the oil and anoints your son now samuel was not a mean prophet he was a prophet respected in first samuel chapter 3 the bible told us that the word of samuel did not fall to the ground in fact, when Samuel got to the house of Jesse, when he got to that city, the Bible said the elders of the city came to him and said, did you come peaceably to us? Because they knew that if Samuel was coming to town, it must be something important from the Lord. Glory be to God. And this Samuel came and anointed David and then after anointing david he left i think the father of david after this encounter should have sent david to the best school and begin to prepare him to be the next king why because there has been a confirmation there has been a word from the lord that david was going to be the king but we see from the scriptures that when he was brought from being with the sheep to be anointed instead of them to keep him in the house and start grooming and start preparing him for his destiny they sent him back to the sheep Glory be to God. I come to declare to someone today that you are breaking forth on every side in the mighty name of Jesus. So we see, let's go to verse 21. Let's go to verse 21. In verse 21, the Bible says, And David came to Saul and stood before him and he loved him greatly and he became his armor bearer and Saul sent to Jesse saying let David I pray thee stand before me for he has found favor in my sight he was to be an armor I mean he was to play with his hands glory be to God the assignment for David was to come into the palace and whenever Saul was struggled by an evil spirit, he would play with his hands. But the Bible says the moment Samuel Saul saw him, Saul loved him greatly. Why? He was anointed. And instead of getting the job of the chief musician alone, he gave him the job of the armor bearer. The armor bearer today is what we call the chief of staff. And look at the age of David. He was 17. So at the age of 17, David had become the chief of staff to the king. Glory be to God. But let's go to 1 Samuel chapter 17. First Samuel chapter 17. And we're going to start reading from verse 1. So David at the age of 17 had become the chief of staff. But an event happened in First Samuel 17. From verse 1. Can we read together? First Samuel chapter 17 from verse 1. Hallelujah. 
1 Samuel 17 from verse 1. Let's read together. He said, Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle and were gathered together at Shoko, which belonged to Judah and pitched between Shoko and Azekah in Ephesdamim. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Elah and set the battle in array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side, and Israel stood on the mountain on the other side, and there was a valley before them, and there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span, and he had an helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and weighed the weight of the coat was 5,000 shekels of silver. Now let's go back to David and then we come back here. For Samuel 16, 13, he was anointed. And after the anointing, what did his parents do to him? They sent him back to the sheep. Is that right? In spite of the anointing. You know, you might be here this night and you are wondering or you are watching wherever you are. You know the hand of God is upon you. You know you have a great destiny. But you don't know why in spite of all that heaven has shown you about yourself, you are finding yourself with the sheep. This man was anointed. David was called to be great. He had a great destiny. And the prophet has confirmed it. But after that, he was sent back to the sheep. It seems as if the family of David never saw that this man belonged to somewhere apart from being with the sheep in the forest. Glory be to God. Because after the anointing, they sent him back. And I believe God looked at the life of David and God said, no, what I have deposited in David is so great that his destiny cannot be confined to the sheep. I've got to look for a way to bring him out from that place. And I've got to speak to someone today by the spirit of God, you are coming out to fulfill your destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. What you carry is so great. Are you still here with me? And your destiny will not be confined to the sheep. I thought I will hear a believing amen. I, I thought I will hear a believing amen. I want you to turn to someone beside you. Tell that person what I carry is so great. Oh my God, it seems that person doesn't believe you. Look for someone who likes your face. Say, what I carry is so great. And I can't be confined to the sheep. Oh my God, look for someone else ready for a miracle. Say, what I carry is so great. And I cannot be confined to the sheep. Say, I am coming out tonight to fulfill my destiny in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe that, shout your amen three times.
Hallelujah. So when he came the first time, when Samuel came to the house, he was with the sheep. Samuel anointed him and they sent him back to the sheep. But God said, no. This young man is greater than this place where they are putting. And that is why tonight I want you to open up your heart. Because any power that is vowed to keep you with the sheep tonight, they shall be destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus, your destiny will speak. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thought that we hear a believing amen. So when God saw that they wanted to terminate and truncate his destiny and confine it to the sheep in spite of the anointing, God organized a way to bring him out. And what did God do? There was a problem in the palace and they needed somebody to solve that problem. And that was an opportunity for God to bring him out. You know, I'm praying for someone tonight. Opportunities to bring you from the forest. Opportunities to bring you from the sheep. They are coming to you today in the mighty name of Jesus. I thought that we hear a believing name. Oh my God, the God that opened doors that no man can shut. He will open doors that will make your destiny to speak. That will make your destiny to speak in the name of Jesus. Now before we go to 1 Samuel 17, go back to that 1 Samuel 16 again. Let's look at it. While David was with the sheep, Something was happening in his life. They sent him back to the sheep. And God said, this man is too loaded. Now go with me. For Samuel 16. Uh, let's look. For Samuel chapter 16. Hallelujah. Now they were looking for someone. Verse 15. He said, and saw Samuel said unto him. Behold now an evil spirit from God trouble thee. Let our Lord now command thy servants which are before thee to seek out a man who is a cunning player on an harp. And it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee that he shall play with his hand and thou shall be well. And Saul said to his servants, provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me. Now what was the qualification they were looking for? Can somebody tell me? A man that can play well. Let somebody say play well. I'm not hearing you say play well. 
Now let me digress a little and tell you that whatever you are doing in life, be able to do it well. Are you still here with me? If you are called to sing, sing well. If you are called to dance, dance well. If you are called into academics, do it well. Everything you have been called to do, do what? Do it well. If you are a footballer, do it well. Because the criteria here was someone that could do it well. But go with me to verse 17 and i want all of us to read together please read very loud okay it's projected so let's read very loud one to go and Saul said unto his servants provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me now verse 18 let's read it together very loud verse 18 verse 18 very loud one to go then answered one of the servants and said behold i have seen a son of jesse the bethlehemite that is cunning in plain let somebody say number one i'm not hearing you say number one now what was the criteria somebody who is cunning to play somebody who can play well and david met that criteria he could play well he could play well but that was not all about david let's move on and a mighty valiant man let somebody say number two and a man of war let somebody say number three and prudent in matters let somebody say number four and a commonly person let somebody say number five and the lord is with him let somebody say number six they needed one qualification david had six They needed just one. David had six. But in spite of the six that he had, where was he? He was with the sheep. He was too loaded compared to where he was confined. How can someone have all these criteria all these qualities in his CV. And the only thing that the family can think about him. Was for him to carry all this. And bury his destiny where? With a sheep. Can you tap somebody beside you on the shoulder. And tell that person I am too loaded. Than to be buried with a sheep. Say tonight, I'm coming out. <laughs> now it seems that person doesn't like your face. Look for someone that likes your face and tap that person in the shoulder and tell that person, I am too loaded than to be with the sheep. Say tonight, I am coming out. <laughs> Say, I am coming out. Say, I am coming out tonight in the name of Jesus. Shout hallelujah. I've seen individuals that are just too loaded. 
They have so much qualities. But when you look at their life, you wonder, how can someone be this anointed? How can someone be this endowed by God? And yet, they are with the sheep. At the backside of the forest. Abandoned and forgotten. And you know what? There are people with all the potentials they carry. They live and die with the sheep. And that is why someone must be determined tonight. And say I'm coming out. What is upon my life is too great. I can't be confined with a sheep. I carry a great destiny. I cannot be confined with a sheep. Shout hallelujah. Doors are opening tonight. I thought that we hear a believing amen. Doors are opening tonight. Opportunities are coming tonight. Opportunities to announce you. Opportunities to take you from the backside of the desert where you have been confined to the sheep and be brought to the palace. The opportunities are coming your way tonight in the name of Jesus. I thought that we hear a believing amen. And that's why I sense in my spirit tonight that there is a shift coming into somebody's life. There is a shift coming. You are living the backside of the desert where you have been confined to the sheep. You are coming to the palace. You are coming to prominence in the mighty name of Jesus. Can I hear a louder amen? Say with me the doors are opening. The opportunities are coming. The doors are opening. In the name of Jesus. Whatever power has been on assignment. To keep you with the sheep. To tie your destiny down with the sheep. Tonight those powers are destroyed. Those powers are destroyed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Can I hear a louder amen? Can I hear a believing amen? So God said, this boy is too loaded though. He's too loaded. We can't keep him with the sheep. No. I've anointed him. He's a man of war. He's cunning in play. His destiny is too heavy than for him to be kept with the sheep. So an opportunity came. Now look at this opportunity. The moment this opportunity came. And they needed to get someone to fill this position. At that point. A servant of Saul was positioned. Because even if they would run the advert on, on TV. David was where? He was in the jungle. There was no way we would have noticed it. If it would be run on newspaper, there was no way David would have got to know. Hallelujah. But at that point, God positioned a voice for him. Someone to speak on his behalf. Lift up your right hand. Say, my father, raise up a voice for me. Where I have no voice. 
in the name of Jesus. I'm not hearing you. Say my father. Raise up a voice for me. Where I have no voice. Tonight. In the name of Jesus. Now church are you ready to pray tonight? See destiny is a serious matter. Is a serious matter. Is a serious matter. I am hearing in my spirit. There are some of you here this night. That you are the first in your family. To open certain doors. And you need. You, you are the one that is setting a pattern. In your family. What has never happened. To anybody in that family. You are the first. And that is why you cannot joke tonight in the place of prayer because understand me if you are the first in your family in your lineage to do something there is an enemy that has been keeping others that will want to keep you but thank God because the Bible makes us to understand that when we pray our prayers can open doors our prayers can move mountains say with me say in the name of Jesus Say, my father, open the door for me. Raise a voice for me. Where I have no voice. Are you ready to pray that prayer? Are you ready? Are you ready to pray that prayer? Say, my father, raise a voice for me. Where I have no voice. In the name of Jesus. Say my father. Raise a voice for me. Where I have no voice. In the name of Jesus. Come on pray 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 pray. Rakoto sheketeleba. Randakata payana baba. Ekoto sopreketeba. Randaba baba balele bosta. Rekoto payana balele bosta. Rekoto payana baba Renda katapa, opra katapa yedebo, epekete payedebo, opra katapa yedebo, opra katapa yedebo, eteleketele debo lebo, rakata payadaba, rikoto shekete lebo, rikoto payadaba. Is somebody praying tonight? Is somebody praying tonight? Etoso telekete la parataba, rekoto shekete ba. Raise a voice for me, O Lord. We are I have no voice. Raise a voice for me, O Lord. We are I have no voice. Raise a voice for me, O Lord. We are I have no voice. In the mighty name of Jesus. Raise a voice for my family. We are I have no voice. Raise a voice for me. Raise a voice for my family. Raise a voice for me, oh God. Raise a voice for my ministry. Ekoto payada bashata. Rikoto poyeledebo. Rakata payada ba. Come on, pray, 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 pray to God. Anda bayada balede bayada balede ba. Rakata payada baba. Oprakata payede baba. Oprakata 
payede baba o prakata 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 payede baba rekoto sheketele nebo rabakata paye ekete kete kete pa rekoto paye nebo 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 yekoto sheketele neba rekoto soprete raba come on pray 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 to god rakato paya katalaba rakoto sheketele ba rakata paya raba in the name of jesus we are praying the lord will raise a voice for you tonight where you have no voice where you have no one to speak for you jehovah god will raise a voice for you tonight in the name of jesus in the name of jesus for your household the lord will raise a voice 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 in the name of jesus hallelujah let's be seated so god positioned a voice for david who spoke on the behalf of david and we saw in that verse 19 that when he came to saul saul loved him and bible says saul told sent a messenger to jesse and said send me david thy son which is with the sheep he was with the sheep why because god knew that what he had deposited in him was so great that his destiny can't just be confined to the sheep his destiny can't just be confined to the sheep glory be to god glory be to god and instead of him becoming just a musician god gave him a promotion why the man was too loaded by God. He carried so much. Now, so, but in 1 Samuel 17, where we just read, where we read the other time, an event happened. There was a war between the Philistines and the Israelites. And because David was not up to the fighting age, they had to send him back to his parents. Now, he was the chief of staff of the king. Glory be to God. And he was sent back home. But when, the, when Saul sent him back, where did his parents send him to? They sent him back to the ship again. The first time for the anointing, they went to call him from the sheep. Then after the anointing, he was sent back to the sheep. 
Then God brought him to the palace as the chief of staff. And because he was not of the fighting age, when they sent him back home, where did his parents send him to? Back to the sheep. It seems the family of David just believed that no matter the grace on his life, he must not pass beyond being with the sheep. No matter the grace he carried. No matter. You know, in the book of Zechariah, the Bible was giving a prophecy there. He said, if you think well of me, give me my prize. Talking about the Messiah. And he said, they prized him for 30 shekels of silver. He said, that is a prize they prized me. Now, you see, it seems the family just believe you, you can carry all anointing, you can carry so much grace, but you can't go beyond this level. And that is why tonight there will be a shift. Why? Because barriers will be lifted. Limitations will be broken. In the mighty name of Jesus. You will go beyond the limitation that men have set. You will go beyond the barriers that men have set tonight in the name of Jesus. You know, in the family I come from, by the grace of God, God has raised me up to do what nobody has ever done. Amen. I've been to where no one has been to. God, in my entire family, God opened great doors for me. There is someone this night. The Lord is saying to you, you are too loaded. You are too anointed than to be with the sheep. You are the trailblazer in your family. You are the one to open the door for others. <laughs> and that's why the Lord has brought you to this meeting tonight. Now in 1 Samuel 17, let's go back there. So there was war. You know the story. And Goliath of Gath came out. He was a giant. And the Bible says every morning and every evening, he will challenge the people of Israel. And he will tell them, provide me a man that can fight me. Once the man kills me, we become your servants. But if I kill him, you become our servants. And the Bible says every time he comes, the army of Israel will run away. And that continued for how long? For 40 days. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 11. The Bible says, verse 10. And the Philistines said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Glory be to God. Now, verse 12. Now David was the son of that Ephratite of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jesse, and he had eight sons. 
And the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul. And the three eldest sons of Jesse went and followed Saul to the battle. The names of the three sons that went to the battle were Eliab the firstborn, and next unto him Abinadab, and the third was Shammah. Glory be to God. And David was the youngest, and the three eldest followed Saul. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself 40 days. For how many days? 40 days. And where was David for those 40 days? He was back with the sheep. Now go to 1 Samuel 16 again and let's read verse 17. 1 Samuel 16 again, verse 17. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Sorry, verse 18. Verse 18. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse the Bethlehemite that is cunning in playing, and what? A mighty valiant man and a man of war. The three brothers of David were old enough to be in the army. But they were not described as men of war. Who was the man of war? David. Where was the man of war? With the sheep. Who was the man anointed to play with his hands so that Saul could be well? David. Where was David? With the sheep. So we saw that the second time God brought him out, but they sent him back to the sheep and now they were in the midst of a battle and for 40 days there was no progress. Why? The man of war was not there. See, there is an event everyone has been preparing you for. <laughs> that in this year 2022, heaven is orchestrating you to find yourself at the center of it. <laughs> an event that you are the one that will bring the turnaround. Because the man that was going to bring the turn around was confined to the sheep. And God was saying, until you bring David here, this is how you will be for forever. There is an event waiting for you in 2022. There is a place waiting for you in 2022. You're going to walk into it and your story will change. You're going to walk into it and your name will be noised abroad. You're going to walk into it and you will fulfill destiny. If you know you are that person, shout it loud, amen. Everything at the battlefront 
was waiting for David. Why? David was the man of war. David was the one anointed, the one that God was with. So for 40 days, the Philistine would draw near and draw near and draw near. And the people of Israel, they will be afraid. They will run back. Why? The man of war was not there. So what did God do from verse 17? For Samuel 17, 17, God organized another opportunity for David. See, when the hand of God is on your life, it keeps organizing opportunities for your announcement. <laughs> That's why God said, I'm the one that opened it. And no man shot it. Revelations 3, verses 7 and 8. And I'm the one that shot it and no man opened it. He said, I have set before thee an open door and no man can shut it. Can you see how they shot the first one? God opened the second one. Then they shot the second one. God opened the third one. And one other thing you will notice was that each door God opened was always greater than the previous. You might have lost some opportunities in life. But I want to say to you by the spirit of God tonight. That the opportunity God is bringing your way. Now will be ten times the one you lost. I thought that we had a believing amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. With each door that God opened. It was unto bigger things. The first one was just within his family. The second one was just in the palace. But this third one was for the whole nation. They thought they shot the first one. And they were rejoicing. They failed to realize that the palace door will soon be open. And when the palace door was open, they thought they shut the palace door. They failed to realize that a national door that no man can shut was just about to be opened unto David. Glory be to God. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I believe I'm speaking to someone here tonight. God is asking me to tell you, you don't have to go back and begin to cry and weep over the opportunities you've missed because something greater, something bigger is coming your way in this season, in this shift conference, in the mighty name of Jesus. I thought that we hear a believing amen. You know, when the brothers of Joseph took him and put him into the pit and fell, yeah, that's the end. Then from the pit, they took him up, sold him into slavery. It was as if it was getting worse. 
Then in the house of Potiphar, the wife of Potiphar lied against him. And then he went into the dungeon. It was as if it was getting worse. But you will notice that each of those occasions has something to do with his garment. The first time his brothers took the garment of many colors. And where did he find himself? In the pits. Then he was sold into slavery. Potiphar clothed him again. And then what happened? The wife of Potiphar took that garment as an evidence. And where did he find himself? In the dungeon. And you see, the dungeon where they put him was a prison where he would die. Where he would be forever. That one you don't have any judge to answer your case. But after two years, what happened? By the time he was stepping out of the dungeon, the Bible said he went and shaved himself and Pharaoh gave him his ring and put another cloth on him. But this time, it was a cloth that nobody can take. It was a garment that nobody can take. And something like that was going to happen to David just now. They've shot the first one, shot the second one, and God said, I'm going to shock them. <laughs> the one that they cannot shot because very soon the whole nation will come to know about David. The whole women of the nation will begin to sing about David. His name will come out in all the major news channels and David can no longer go back to the sheep. Can you whisper to somebody and say the devil made a mistake? <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Can you whisper to somebody else again say, get set. I sense a new door that the enemy cannot shut is opening for you. Now. Now, can you tap that person and say, watch out for me. Oh my God, say in this season of shift, watch out for me. Say the devil have tried his best in the past. Say, but watch out now. See what the Lord will do. See what the Lord will do in my life. Say, I will testify and you will be there to rejoice with me in the mighty name of Jesus. Can I hear somebody shout a loud amen? Can I hear somebody shout a loud amen? Can I hear somebody shout a loud amen? Glory. So God was going to announce him nationally. Nationally. Now look at it. In verse 17. And Jesse said unto David his son. Take now for thy brethren. An ephah of this parched corn. And these ten loaves. And run to the camp to thy brethren. Verse 18. Verse 18. And carry these ten cheeses. Unto the captain of their thousand. And look how thy brethren fare. And take their pledge. Verse 19. Verse 19. 
quickly. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah fighting with the Philistines. Now God was opening another door. God was setting another stage that would take David away from the sheep because they've confined him to the sheep and God said no this my son is too loaded this my son is too anointed you cannot keep him with the sheep glory be to God in the highest you cannot keep him with the sheep now go with me to verse 20 for Samuel 17 verse 20 let's read together and David rose up early in the morning and left the ship with a keeper and took and went as Jesse had commanded him and he came to the trench as the host was going forth to fight and shouted for the battle glory be to God verse 21 quickly for the east for Israel and the Philistines are put the battle in array army against army verse 22 and David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage and ran into the army and came and saluted his brethren verse 23 quickly and as he talked with them behold there came up the champion the Philistine of Gath Goliath by name out of the armies of the Philistines and spake according to the same words and David had then verse 24 and all the men of Israel when they saw the man fled from him and were so afraid verse 25 and the men of Israel said have you seen this man that is come up surely to defy Israel is he come up and it shall be that the man who killed him the king will enrich him with great riches and we give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel verse 26 and David spake to the men that stood by saying what shall be done to the man that killed this Philistine and take it away this reproach from Israel for who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God verse 27 and the people answered him after this manner saying so shall it be done to the man that killed him verse 28 and Eliab his elder brother had when he spake unto the man and Eliab's anger was kindled against David and he said why camest thou down hither and with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle verse 29 and David said what have I now done is there not a cause verse 30 verse 30 and he turned from him towards another and spake after the same manner and the people answered him again after the former manner verse 31 and the words of David which and the words were hard which David spake they rehearsed them before Saul and he sent for him now I want to bring out a few things here number one the Bible says in verse 20 
that David rose up early in the morning. Let's read verse 20 again. David rose up early in the morning and left the sheep with a keeper. Number one, there was a keeper that could keep the sheep. If there was a keeper, why was it that it was David they kept sending to the sheep? We are asked there were keepers there. He woke up in the morning and left the sheep with the keeper. Why did they still want David to remain with the sheep in spite of the grace and the anointing upon his life? Let the keeper keep the sheep. I am going forward with my destiny. The sheep that you have been confined to, there are keepers that can keep it. You won't waste with the sheep. Let the keepers keep the sheep. Let the keepers keep the sheep. Let the keepers keep the sheep. You carry a destiny assignment that the sheep cannot be a distraction to. Let the keeper keep the sheep. Tell someone that likes your face tonight. Tell him, let the keeper keep their sheep. I'm going forward with my destiny. Mm. Let the keeper keep their sheep. There are keepers that could keep the sheep. Why was it David that they wanted to keep the sheep? Number two. When David kept speaking in verse 28, read verse 28. Eliab, his brother, had that David began to challenge the Philistines. Verse 28. The Bible says, and Eliab, his elder brother, verse 28. And Eliab, his elder brother, had when he spake unto the man. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. So there are aliens that the moment they see you ready to move on with your destiny, they get angry. It seems the entire family have agreed that David, it doesn't matter the oil they pour on you. It doesn't matter the grace and the charisma on your life. It doesn't matter the talent and the ability you are. David, hear us. You will stay with the sheep. Tonight, whatever represents the voice of Eliab, they die tonight. In the name of Jesus. 
The voice of Eliab that is determined to pick offense. Get angry. The moment you want to move forward, that said, no, 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 no. Nobody in your family has ever done this. No one in your household has ever crossed this threshold. We're not going to allow. I declare tonight, let them be silenced. I thought that we hear a louder amen. In the name of Jesus. The voice of Eliab. Now, look at what Eliab said. And Eliab, his elder brother, heard when he spake unto the man. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? Now, read the next phrase with me, church. Read it very loud. One, two, go. And with whom has thou left those, 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 those? How many sheep? How many sheep? How many sheep? I thought it was a large herd of sheep. That that was why they wanted David to monitor it. I thought that was why they didn't trust the keepers. And they wanted David to stay there because the ship was large. But look at it. It was even few sheep. A man anointed to kill Goliath. Where did they keep him? With few sheep. A man anointed to save an entire nation. Where did they keep him? With few sheep. Tell somebody beside you. Say the sheep is too few. Than for you to waste your destiny. <laughs> few sheep. Few. Maybe there are just five of them. Maybe there are just ten of them. Few sheep. And in the midst of the battle, when David will be brought to Saul, the day of his announcement, the day he will be brought to Saul, the day he will kill Goliath, because that was the day he will kill Goliath, on that same day, just some few hours to the time that it will be announced to the nation. To the time that his destiny will speak. They were still reminding him. Bro, your destiny is with what? Few sheep or few sheep. Few sheep. Don't dream big. Few sheep. This matter of battle with Goliath and the Philistines don't concern you. Why? Your destiny is with what? Few sheep. Just stay with few sheep. You are okay there. Okay there with few sheep. Just manage to rent that one room, that studio, and just stay there. That few sheep. And then just walk. Manage to be able to take care of yourself. That is just okay for you. No one in your family has ever gone beyond that level. Just stay with that few sheep. 
The voice of Eliab rose up. When he got to the place that he would be glorified, that was when the voice of Eliab rose up. Tonight, there is an assignment we are going to do here. We will uproot the voice of Eliab. <laughs> the voice that is challenging us. The voice that is saying, no, you cannot cross. You know, some people, the voice of Eliab, they are hearing, is the voice of their foundation. That is saying, no, 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 nobody in your family ever has a good marriage. You cannot go beyond that. Nobody lives long. Everybody must be hypertensive, must have diabetes, must have rheumatism. You can't just be the first one to be free. The voice of Eliab. The voice of Eliab. Even at the platform of your glorification, they will still come and say, ah, ah. You know. And you know Eliab was his brother. So the voice of Eliab is usually familiar. And that's why sometimes they are called familiar spirits. They are the voices that rise up. I said no. No. But do you know what? For the first time. In the life of David. He challenged the idea of sheep. Every time when they tell him, go back to the sheep, David will say, yes, sir. Go back to the sheep. Yes, sir. But when he got to this point, I believe David sensed that this is an opportunity that God has set for him. If he missed this one, he will be with sheep forever. I believe that this weekend is divinely ordained for someone and God is asking me to tell someone don't miss this opportunity because you are coming out from being with the sheep. You are moving on with your destiny in the name of Jesus. Jesus. Rakatalaba. David sends something. David sends that I mustn't miss this opportunity. Please don't miss this conference. <laughs> don't miss it. Don't miss it. Because destiny realignments will take place. Shift is taking place. Mikoto Shakapa in the mighty name of Jesus. Shift is taking place in the mighty name of Jesus. Mekoto Shekatalabash. For the first time, they said, Sheep, what have you, where have you left the few sheep? And David rose up. Verse 29. Let's read again. Verse 29. Look at what David said. For the very first time. For the very first time. And David said. What have I now done? Is there not a cause? 
So why are you troubling me? Don't you sense that what is happening now, the hand of God is in it. Is there not a cause? This is not just me. I sense God is at work. I sense God is doing something. I sense this is beyond man. This is beyond David. God has brought me into this place at a time like this. Is there not a cause? Sharabakoto Sikaba Sekatalabashta. Now listen to me. The anointing on David was crying for expression on a platform that we announce him to all Israel. The Spirit of God will always rise when the lion roars. Remember, Samson, the Bible says when they were on the way to Timnath and a young lion came and roared against him. Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord, you know, arose within him and it went after the lion and took the lion and killed him. Glory be to God. David had killed the bear. David had killed the lion. But nobody knew about it. Why? There was no platform. There are platforms that announces men. <laughs> and if you don't have a right platform, no matter how good you are, when there is no platform, nobody will remember. Because when he killed the lion and he killed the bear, he killed them in the wilderness. It wasn't on a platform that could announce him. Now hear this church. In this year, from this conference, platforms that will announce you to your world will begin to locate you in the mighty name of Jesus. Can I hear a believing amen? Why didn't he have a platform? Because he was with the sheep, sir. There is no grace, no talent you manifest when you are with the sheep that the world will notice you. That's why sometimes when people's destinies are confined to the sheep, you'll be watching television, you will see people that the world is celebrating and you will know that you are better than them. But what happened to you? You are still with the sheep. Nobody will notice you. But the moment that yoke breaks, a platform comes your way. A platform that will announce you to the world. You know, uh, by the grace of God, I'm into missionary and evangelistic work. The platform 
that announced me to the world was just a simple platform. Amen. Very simple platform. The things I taught there were things I've been teaching all over and nobody noticed it. Why? I was with the sheep there. But when that sheep issue was resolved, I was invited for a meeting. We went for a meeting in Malaysia. And along the line, I was asked to go for a village meeting. Village program. I thought it was a nearby village. And I thought it was a small meeting. In fact, I was not the one that was supposed to go. The person I was supposed to go, you know, said he wasn't going. It's okay, you can go. So I went. And we would travel in the jungle for two days. With specially built SUVs in eastern part of Malaysia, inside the jungle. And when we got there, we started climbing a mountain. It was a mountain conference. And when we climbed the mountain, normally if you are very athletic and you are strong, like Pastor Jeffrey, it will take you three hours. Amen. But if you are like me, it can take you six hours. Some people, it took them 12 hours. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. So I climbed the mountain, you know, got there. I had the second day of the place. Now you see, Malaysia is a tropical nation, just like Nigeria. Very hot. But because the mountain is so high, the temperature there was like, it's like present day Swansea, 10 degrees Celsius. That would be my first time inside cold. <laughs> and I was asked to minister and the power of God came down so seriously. Now, this is where I'm going. The same thing I preached there, I've preached in other places. Even with more demonstration of power. But then I was with the sheep. But this time, the yoke of sheep was broken. As I finished meeting, one man walked up to me. He's the principal of a Bible school. He said, I brought students from our Bible school. There were over 3,500 people in that meeting. And I was the only black, the first black person to minister there. He said, we've been looking at someone who can teach us on the supernatural. And we've seen the supernatural in your ministry. We have Bible schools all over Asia and Central Europe. We want you to come and be our lecturer. That was how the door to the whole of Asia opened. It was that school that invited me to Hong Kong. They have a school in Hong Kong. It was that school that took me to Taiwan. I taught in Taiwan for a period. You know, it was that school that took me to Hungary. Took me all over. Asian war, Singapore, everywhere. That same school. And as the students began to graduate and start churches or go back to their pastors, they started organizing conferences, school of ministries, Bible schools. And that was how the whole of Asia opened. But the message I preached there, I preached it before with more power. But then I was with the sheep. I will tell you the story of how God delivered me from the sheep in another meeting. And that is the reason why tonight I'm looking for someone that will be determined to pray and say, Lord, 
I'm too loaded than to be with the sheep. Father, the platforms that we announce me must manifest. I'm too loaded. God has been showing you dreams and visions and revelations, but somehow you just notice that you are tied down with the sheep. Tied down with the sheep. David had killed the lion. And you know, whenever, do you know this? Whenever we talk of people who kill lions in the Bible, who comes first to your mind? Samson. You know, most people don't know that David killed lion. And when you look at it, the way Samson killed lion and the way David killed lion, David's home was more dramatic. In the case of Samson, he was anointed. Amen. And the Bible says that the lion came against him and the spirit of God came upon him and he went and tore the lion. But in the case of David, Bible never said the spirit came on him. The lion came, took a lamb and ran away. David should have been sharing testimony in church. And said, praise God. When the lion came, I thought the lion was going to come for me. But thank God the lion only took the sheep and ran away. And the lion never came for me. Hallelujah. And the church will have rejoiced and said, thank God for sparing the life of our brother David. But what did David say? He said, when the lion took the lamb and was running away, what did he do? He said, I ran after him. Now, the spirit didn't come on him. He ran after him. He said, and I caught him by the beard and I smote him. Now, so when we are talking of lion killers, I think we should give more credit to David than Samson. Because Samson's case was purely the work of an anointing. The case of David was out of bravery. And yet, we celebrated Samson more than David. Why? He was with the sheep. You can kill 1,000 lions while you are with the sheep. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Shalabakoto suto poyaba. And that is why tonight somebody here needs to pray to God. Lord, enough of being with the sheep. We are taking three prayer points tonight. Just three. And after that, I want to pray with you. You have been killing lion, but because you are with the sheep, nobody knows. You carry so much potential, so much on your CV. So much. But every time a door opens for you to leave and run with your destiny, the enemy tries to bring you back to the sheep. The voices of Eliab rises up and tells you, you've got to go back. Tonight, that yoke is breaking. I thought I will hear a lot of amen. I thought I will hear a lot of amen. God will raise a voice for you tonight. 
God will raise a voice for you tonight where you have no voice in the mighty name of Jesus. The Lord will raise a voice for you tonight where you have no voice in the name of Jesus. Let's rise on our feet tonight. You are the mighty God. The great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God. Oh yes, the great I am. The great I am. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are the mighty God. Mighty God. The great I am. Hallelujah. Yeah. 
my father say I declare tonight in the name of Jesus every power on assignment to confine my destiny with the sheep your time is up I command you break by fire Break by fire. Break by fire. Lift up your voice and pray. In the koto bata kata paya kaleresh. Rekoto bayata lata paya da. Etele koto bayata lada ba. Etele ketele de bosh. Rakata paya da bosh. Come on, pray tonight. Erakata payada bash, ekoto payada bash, 
la bagata payere bosh. Pray, 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 pray. Etaya la balada balere bosh. Rekata payere bosh. Rata paya kata payere bosh. Eteke teke 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 te bosh. Rada payere 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 bosh. Eko to payada balere bosh. Eteke teke teke te bosh. Rada balada payere 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 Branda baya nabash, branda baya nabash, branda baya nabash, branda baya nabash, branda baya nabash. Ekoto paye nabash, elekete kete kete nabash, branda baya nabale nabash. Ekoto paye nabash, elekete nabash, branda baya nabale nabash, branda baya nabale nabash. Begin to pray every power on assignment to confine my destiny with the sheep. You are a liar. Your time is up. I command you right now. Break by fire. Break by fire. Rekoto paye de boboshe, branda paye katala na baba. Rekoto paye na bale de bosh, rekete pose de bolo. Etala bale de bosh, epande ketele de bosh, epanda kata paye de bosh, opra kata paye de bosh, etele kete paye de bosh, opra kata paye de bosh, ele kete paye eparokoto pa. Eparokotopa, eparokotopa, yekoto soto pa yerebosh, rada balere balere bosh, epateke telere bosh, oparakata pa yerebosh, rekete kete 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 mando sopre kete pa, rada bayada balada balere bayere bayere ba, rakata pa yabada balaba, bakoto soko pa Rikata kapata pata pa yekoto pa yes there is a shift tonight there is a shift tonight there is a shift tonight ekato pa yatalekete yeparoko to pa yatapa etalaba yere poshekelebo eparakata katolelebo etelekete ba yerebo rekoto ba ye rekoto ba ye Rekoto paye, rekoto paye, rekoto paye. Ato sopre ketele nebo, rada paye naba lele paye nebo. Rekoto paye naba, rekoto paye, rekoto paye nebo, rekoto paye nebo, rekoto paye nebo, rekoto paye nebo, 
Come and pray, come and pray, come and pray, come and pray. It's a take it, 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 Reko to paye de babo, mando sopre kete paya. Reko to paya na baba, rekata paye de babo. Zeko to paye, yeko to paya. Reko to paye, mando sopre kete paye. Yekata paya na baba. Lift up your voice and pray. My destiny, you are too great. Don't be confined to the sheep. In the mighty name of Jesus, etekete potokapa rakata paye opakata paye etokata pa oprakata pa oprakata pa etelekete oprekete po oprekete po oprekete po oprekete po oprekete po oprekete po yekata la baba Oprakata baye de babo, elekete de babo babo, etekete postele de babo, rikoto baye, etelekete baba, orana baye de babo, rikoto baye de babo, etelekete baye, osoto ba, oprekete, eprekete, padarakata baya de babo, rakato baya de babo, rakata baya de babo, rakoto shekete ba. Eko Santa Payaka, Reko Topayanaba, Reko Topayanaba, Leko Topayanaba, Yeka Topayanaba Stalaba. In Jesus' name we are prayed. Let me hear you shout a loud amen. Church prayer. The matter of destiny is a serious matter. <laughs> Pray until David confronted Eliab. If he didn't confront Eliab that day, Eliab would have sent him back. He would have gone back to the ship. But when he confronted Eliab that day, that same day he slew Goliath. That same day, he never went back to the ship again because a door to the nation was open, such that they began to sing, David has killed his 10,000, Saul has killed his thousand, and that made David become a national celebrity. Tonight, I want you to confront the voice of Eliab. Whatever it may represent, he may be a voice from your foundation. He may be a voice from anywhere. But every voice that is challenging you at the platform of your glory, let the voice die. Are you ready to pray this prayer? Are you ready, church? Lift up your voice. Say with me. Say every voice representing the voice of Eliab 
I'm not hearing you say every voice representing the voice of Eliab at the place of my glory he had the voice of the Lord I command you die by fire in the name of Jesus pray pray Come on, pray. The voice is challenging you at the platform of your manifestation. The voice is challenging you that you will not cross the barrier. The voices say that nobody have crossed this. You will not cross it. Pray to God today. Say, oh God, arise. Let the voice be scattered. Let the 
prayer point tonight and after that I'm going to pray for you. I sense a strong move of God in this place tonight. Very strong move of God. We're going to pray tonight just one prayer. Lord where I don't have a voice Father raise a voice for me. <laughs> Listen to me. God had to raise a voice for David to deliver him from the sheep. Ah! Lift up your voices wherever you are. Say, my father. I believe you can do better. Say, my father. Raise a voice for me. Where I have no voice. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. Barada balere bayada balere bash. Ekanta ya balada bayere bayada balere bash. Eprada bayere balere balada balere bash. Epata kata balada bayere balere bash. Oprada bayere balere bayere balere bash. Oprada bayere balere bayere balere bash. Oprada bayere balere bayere balere bash. Oh God, raise a voice for me. Where I have no voice, raise a voice for me. Where I have no voice, raise a voice for my family. Where we have no voice, raise a voice for my ministry. Where we have no voice, in the name of Jesus. Let the Lord raise a voice for you. Where you have no voice, let the Lord raise a voice for you. Let the Lord raise a voice for your family. Let the Lord raise a voice for you. In the name of Jesus. Oh, 
there are individuals here tonight that God is doing a work in your life right now. There is a rearrangement taking place. There is a rearrangement taking place. For the mighty arm of God is taking you from behind, from the back, from the sheep, and taking you to the platform where you will shine to the wall. For the power of impossibility is broken. The yoke is broken tonight. Lord, I ask tonight for a fresh anointing upon your people. A fresh anointing. A fresh anointing. Let a new oil of the Spirit come upon them. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Hallelujah.